You want your five star matches? You want your thirty minute classics? Not me. Big meaty man slapping me. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of the Slapping Meat Wrestling Podcast. My name is Randall Beatley. I am your host. Let's dig on in it. It's Wednesday, and we're it's going to be um, an episode we entitle Wrestle News Wednesday. Um, like I said on Monday's episode, we are going to be daily, and with us going daily. Um, hold on. With us going daily, there we go. Um, uh, with the with the schedule, we'll basically end up Monday being reviewing Raw, Tuesday reviewing NXT, Friday we're doing SmackDown, Thursday we're going to be off, and then that left Wednesday, which I wanted to use to essentially mimic what we were already doing with the podcast, which was giving you the news that you may have missed or talking about different segments, right? I don't watch AEW. I don't intend to watch AEW fully. It's just not something that I'm into. And I don't know about you, but I don't watch TV that I don't like, right? So I was going to make Wednesday's episode like we'll watch Dynamite at least and review Dynamite. I just don't have any interest in AEW's programming right now. Um... Maybe down the future we may do it, but who knows. So Wednesday's show will be Wrestle News Wednesday. I may, down the line, call it like Wrestle Talk Wednesday. My plan is, I'm being completely honest, uh, I just got to irk up the nerve to talk to some of these bigger Wrestle Talk creators that are bigger than me, which is essentially everyone in Wrestle Talk, and see if I can get them, you know, to maybe. You know, come and talk wrestling with me. So we may have Wrestle News Wednesday as well as Wrestle Talk Wednesday down the future. Um, but for the for the time being, Wrestle News Wednesday will essentially be me talking <coughs> four or five news stories from the last week of wrestling. Um, so I have four stories today. These are headlines. I don't know if you guys ever pay attention to wrestling website like wrestle news wins uh, excuse me wrestle news websites i don't there's a lot of w's today y'all i don't know if uh y'all pay attention to some of these dirt sheet websites and news websites for for the world of pro wrestling a lot of the articles on here suck it's about like small inconvenience like because there's not a lot of news in the world of wrestling on a day-to-day basis every now and then we'll come with a big uh uh, every now and then we'll have a big headline, maybe like once or twice a week, and then everything else is sort of just insignificant news that really doesn't matter. And I'm not going to waste your time to listen to me read through these articles of certain wrestlers saying they're 
they're they're they're not ready for a Royal Rumble. Like I think one of them was like Candice Michelle Michelle says she she won't return to the Royal Rumble. Well, no one really gives a fuck. Let's just be completely honest. No one cares if Candice Michelle shows up or not. At least I don't. And so I'm not going to waste my time recording it, and I'm not going to waste your time listening to it when it isn't a... So, like, a lot of these articles and these news sites, it's four or five people on a team who write articles of things they that, that are happening, but nothing happens in the world of wrestling. So what I'm looking for are four or five headliners each week, big news stories, big things we could talk about. I got four for this week, and what I'll end up doing is, and this is just what I gathered this morning because this was something new. I hadn't gathered stories yet, so this is what I can remember over the last week has happened. Um, Starting with this week, moving forward into next Wednesday, uh, anything that I see that's something that I want to talk about, I'm copying the article taking the link down, putting it in my notes, add up on my phone, and that's what we'll talk about. So let's start with, all of these are big stories, so I don't know which one I want to talk with. Uh, we'll talk with the, the one that I'm going to talk about the least, and that is Mark Briscoe, brother of the now late Jay Briscoe, will be on AEW tonight in a match against Jay Lethal. Which is fucking fantastic. If you're going to watch AEW tonight, and you or you weren't planning on it, and you are, and you maybe want to tune in, just at least do it just for. I'm not going to tune in. I'm like I said, the the programming. This one match isn't a big enough draw for me to sit through the rest of the show. More than likely, that match is going to be somewhere in the middle of the show. Um, but if you, I'm happy that it's happening, because I think it's a shame that Warner Bros. would not allow the Briscoes on AEW television. I think it's a shame. Is what he said. First of all, I don't even know what the tweet said. But secondly, in this country, we have the right to, uh, to, to say what we want. And if we say stupid shit, like a lot of us say stupid shit in our 19s and 20s. Like and we're, as we're growing up in our teens and 20s, we say a bunch of stupid shit. Right? And I would hate to be under scrutiny for something that I said 10 years ago on Twitter. God forbid y'all pull my... Well, you can't because that Twitter account got suspended and Elon hasn't freed it yet. Elon, this is my public plea. I did nothing wrong. I literally did nothing wrong. Okay. But that's a different story. Um, So Mark Briscoe fighting tonight is a great thing. But here's the thing. Tony Khan, I'm going to praise you for, I, I'm assuming Tony went to the Warner Discovery offices within the last week and, and begged and pleaded and said, please, this needs to happen. Maybe maybe pushed a little bit, renegotiated this, this, this contract clause or whatever that Warner Bros. had, maybe renegotiated, and they allowed him. But here's the thing, Tony. You should have grown some cojones last week when they told you no. When you were doing the memorial show last week, you should have fucking did it even without their approval. Why? Because you have all the bargaining power, Tony. You have all, you have all the chips in your hand. The only thing they can do to you is pull you off a of TV, which will piss off nine hundred plus thousand. It was one of your larger audiences in a while that were tuning in live, right? It would have made Warner Bros. Discovery look bad to 
to a huge section of the market who view their 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 shows on a week to week basis. AEW, as much as I sit here and say, oh, the ratings suck, they're still the number one original non-sports programming on Turner Networks. You're not going to pull that. They're not going to pull you off. They'd be stupid to do so, especially since your daddy's like the seventh richest man in the world, Tony. Use your bargaining power. If I was Tony Khan last week, I'm doing the Jay Briscoe Memorial Show on Dynamite, whether I got approval or not. Because the worst they can do to me is just pull me off. And guess what, Tony? You can go and take, they could pull you off, they could cancel your contract, they could take you off of TV forever. You could run to any other network with your numbers and say, well, we can prove to you that we'll generate this much audience for you. And we'll, right? And I'm certain, I'm certain if you go to ABC or or Disney, or I don't know if Disney would buy you. They're in negotiations right now for WWE, but I'm sure some other network would would put you on, right? And at some point, Tony, you just got to grow up, man. You got to grow that that set. Like I would have put it on TV, no matter what. Not scared of the repercussions. Because at the end of the day, Tony, you have all the bargaining power. You have all the chips are on your side. They're not going to pull their number one show outside of sports off of TV. I just don't see Warner Discovery doing that. And if they do, they'll have a million plus people pissed off that they pulled their favorite show off of TV. Right? The power of the boycott is something that's powerful in this day and age, right? How many of these, how many of you AEW fans, if you're, if you're listening, how many of you would have said, you know what, I'm never watching TBS again until they put WWE on TV? And just someone saying that is enough for a company not to do it. As someone who lives in the conservative political, I'm not trying to get political, but as someone who lives in that spe- in that side of the political spectrum, I understand the power of the boycott because for so for so long if if you come out as conservative if you come out as certain beliefs that fit with the conservative alignment some people on twitter may not may disagree if they find your job they'll be like i'm never gonna shop at this store again until so and so is fired and that person gets fired i've seen it personally not from me but from other people that i know i've seen it in my circle on things that I've seen on Twitter, that this the power of the boycott's powerful. Use that power, Tony. Get the million-plus people who are watching that show or who watch AEW and and say, look, we're never going to watch Turner T- Networks again. Now, some of us who watch hockey may have to disagree with that. But, uh, right? but, but you get my point. Tony, you should have done this last week without their approval and said, you know what? The ball's now in your court, Discovery, right? So I'm glad that Mark gets to fight today, gets to wrestle on TV today. But you should have done it last week. And hell, Tony, you should have done it years ago when they first told you no. You Because you had all the bargaining power back then, too. Right. Uh, moving on. The next story, one of the... 
Let's go ahead and talk about it. Apparently, The Rock is not going to be at the Royal Rumble this year, meaning that The Rock will not be fighting Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. First off, we'll, we'll, that's not the story. I think we've already talked about this. But second, or first off, in this, I don't know if I fully believe that. I think we're getting misinformation there. Um, um, oh, before I go into the story, about the, to add on to the Mark Briscoe thing, I meant to say this before I moved on. When are we going to stop listening to Dave Meltzer? Because Meltzer said that Mark Briscoe was still banned, and then literally like three hours later, they announced the match. Like, when are we going to stop listening to Meltzer and Alvarez and, and, and wrestling a server? How many times have they got to be wrong in a year before we quit listening to them? Before Yawkey, I don't listen to him. I believe I believe ninety nine percent of the shit Meltzer reports is literally that. It's literally shit, right? So, how many times? How, how long are we going to listen to these dirt sheet quote unquote journalists? If that's what we want to call them, I don't call them journalists. I just call them dirt sheet writers who make up shit for clicks. Because that's what ninety nine percent of this these articles are. It's just shit that. You know, we can't verify because we're not going to give away our source. But then when it comes out to be wrong, oh, I just got wrong information. He was mis- he misunderstood. No, you're making shit up. Prove to me you're not. Moving forward back now to, uh, to Roman Reigns' situation. I don't think that this story is right. I think we're... I think people are being fed misinformation from WWE to, to, to keep things hidden, right? You, you don't want to ruin the rock surprise. It's, th- it's sort of like the Hardys at Mania 33, right? Everyone kind of thought that the Hardys were going to be there um, after they lost to the Bucks at R- the ROH show the night before. Everyone kind of thought they were going to be there, but until something actually came out from WWE, no one really was going to believe it, and then they came out. And let me tell you something, that's the greatest live reaction I've ever been in, was when the Hardys music first played that entire fucking arena just exploded. And from where I was sitting, the whole fucking stadium felt like it was was shaking. I think the same thing's going to happen here, right? We kind of assumed that The Rock was going to be there, and now we're getting news stories that say he won't, and so when he appears... Now we're surprised. Oh, I thought he said he wasn't going to be here. Right? You got to you gotta take the, the dirt sheet news and the news you get from these websites and these dirt sheets with a grain of salt and understand that if at least like for me, if I was WWE, I'm telling my people who talk to the dirt sheets, give them some misinformation. I'm telling The Rock, yeah, if they ask you if you're going to be there, tell them you're not. Tell them you don't think you're in ring shape because that's a legitimate argument. That's a legitimate argument because people don't understand how much oxygen Rock requires to to move because of how bulky he is they just sort of assume he's always in shape but he's 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 bodybuilder shape right he's he's too big to be you know to have an endurance game right that's why these bodybuilders like in these competition like if you watch UFC it's an endurance fight more than it is an actual fist fight whoever endures longer is going to win and that's why you never see someone who looks like the rock in the UFC because that much muscle mass takes a lot of energy to supply oxygen to. So Rock would have to lean down. But I'm not buying that. Ex- I, mean, I can buy that excuse. That's a legitimate excuse. Which is why I believe they told they fed him that line. 
I think, first off, I don't think this match between him and Roman is going to require much much energy. I think it'll go 10, 15 minutes at most. And The Rock will hit a few moves. Roman will hit a few moves. And I think ultimately Roman would win that match if that happened at Mania. Um, I don't think it would require all that much energy, all that much. You know, they're not going to go on for a 60-minute classic. It'll be like a 10, 20-minute match at most. But even then, Rock's going to have to shed some of that muscle to, 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 right? So, the report is that he won't be there. And so now the new report coming out is that the offer being, um, that there was a huge monetary offer to Stone Cold Steve Austin to wrestle Roman Reigns. Now, now from uh, the child in me, wants to see Austin again. However, I don't want to see him fight Roman Reigns. I don't. Because first off, we already know the, how this match ends. Right? Roman's going to win. And I don't want Austin going out on a loss. Like, the way he went out Last WrestleMania, I kind of assumed that that would be the end of any conversation of Austin wrestling again. Um, so, I mean, if he accepts it, it, it'll be a decent match. But the but the thing with this with the match with Owens and Austin last year at Mania is Owens carried that story throughout January and February and March. Heading into April, Owens carried all the promo for that story. Austin did one vignette package, what, a month before Mania? Which really set up the feud. But outside of that, until the day of Mania, Owens carried that. And he even carried the match. And so, I just don't think Reigns and Austin would fit together. Um... I think it would be an okay match. I think it would be something we would remember. But I just don't necessarily understand what would be the story behind it. And that's something that you're going to have to set up in two months. And I just don't think there's enough build. Because the build for Austin and and Owens was like a six-month build of Owens just continually shitting on Texas. Anytime they were in Texas, he would just continually shit on it. Right? And so, I just I just don't think that the, there's enough time to build a legitimate storyline here. Um, like, with The Rock, you didn't necessarily need a long-term story. You literally could have just had The Rock come out and say, you know, Roman, you think you're the head of the table, you've, but but you still haven't reached my level, and then that could have set up the match. It's literally all rock would have done a lot more intricate promo work than that, but that's literally the, 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 the summary of what rock had to say, basically like you haven't beat me. I'm the final boss, bitch. Right. And so that's all the story you needed with Roman and rock with Austin. It's a little bit more intricate because there's really nothing connecting them together in any way, shape or form that would make sense to have a story with them. So, and there's also, anyone actually want to see this match? Because I don't. Like, I lose interest in Roman Reigns at WrestleMania when they tell me that this match could happen. 
because to me, it's, it, this more so uh, just explains to me that Cody Ro- or or tells me Cody Rhodes is going to win the Rumble and Reigns is fighting on each night at Mania. That, that more than tells me that, if that's what's going to happen. So I don't know, maybe this is misinformation. Like I said, take everything with a grain of salt when you read these these dirt sheets. Um, the next story that we're going to talk about, um, I was going to talk about this on Monday because that's when they officially announced it, but it wasn't announced on the show of Monday Night Raw, so I didn't want to really talk about news that wasn't. Now, like say they would have done a segment where they announced this, then I would have talked about it, um, but this was released early Monday morning that John Cena is going to be the cover artist of 2K23, which will be released mid-March. So we got about two months until the release date. A little bit less than about a week short of two months. So seven weeks away from this happening, um, from this game being released. And John Cena is the cover artist and the sort of Bonus pack for pre-ordering and and getting the deluxe edition will be Bad Bunny, which tells me one thing: Bad Bunny's being is Bad Bunny's going to be in the Royal Rumble. They sort of gave that surprise away um, by doing this. I'm a hundred percent convinced that one Logan Paul is going to be in the Royal Rumble, and two Bad Bunny's going to be in the Royal Rumble. I think Logan Paul is going to. I would not even be surprised if John Cena is in the Royal Rumble, and that's where they set up the Logan Paul feud with John Cena. Um, Because that's ultimately what I think the match is going to be at at Mania, Um, personally. um, I don't see Theory dropping the belt anytime soon, Um, and I don't see Cena wrestling for the U.S. title. I just don't. So I think it's going to be Logan Paul versus John Cena. Um... Yeah, we got a lot to talk about on Friday, by the way, so please tune into that episode. I might even record it live after SmackDown. I might go live if I can ever, you know, if I ever remember to set up the the, the, the YouTube page for, for this specific podcast. I have everything set up for it. I just never, I don't know if you've ever set up a YouTube channel. You have to create, like, the Google account, log into it on YouTube, and then you basically have to be, like, create new channel. And so everything but that has been done, right? So, um, yeah, <laughs> uh, like I said, uh, let's not go down that rabbit hole. Anyway, so Cena, I'm 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 fine with it. I know a lot of people are complaining. Why is Cena on the cover? He wrestled one match. It's not about how many matches you wrestle, guys. It's how many copies of this game can you sell? And he's going to get more eyes on the product with John Cena on the cover than. Seth Rollins. The only only other person I could argue who could be on this cover is Roman Reigns. But even then, I still think Cena outsells Roman Reigns in how many copies you could put on there. Now, what I wish WWE would do is instead of creating, th- like, th- do do what MB- 2K NBA does, where they'll have, like, the deluxe edition, which will have a cover artist, and then they'll have like the 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 icon or the the goat edition, like the Kobe edition, right? Where Kobe wasn't on the a, a, the basic copy, but he was on the deluxe edition. So you 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 bought. I don't even remember who was the cover that year. They did that, 
but you bought the you could buy the normal game, which would have the the current player on the cover, or you could buy the the Kobe edition, the deluxe edition. I think they called it the Mamba edition, um, where you could get the game with Kobe on the cover. They should have done that where Roman was on the normal cover, and then had the icon edition be John Cena, um, and. I mean, they have three, this Icon, Deluxe, and the original. So you could have even done something where C- Cena is the Icon edition, and then you have the, well, the, the the Deluxe edition is essentially the main game with a bunch of, with the season pass, essentially, um, which is why I'm buying the Deluxe, because I buy the season pass anyway. Um, and so... The deluxe, really, I wouldn't even have the original game. If, if I'm WWE, I'm just selling deluxe and icon because most people buy the season pass anyway. And first off, can we? if we want to talk about video game, I'm not a big video game person. I play them, but I'm not into that, that culture. I'm not a gamer. I'm not one of those people who just sit there and, and talk about video games all the time. And all the games that I play are, are sports-related games, WWE, NBA, NHL, Madden, I play NASCAR, Heat 5. Um, but those are the only games. I w- right? and, and so everyone keeps complaining about Madden always focusing on Ultimate Team. And everything else seems to stay the same. Well, that's because all you fuckers play Ultimate Team and spend all your fucking money there. And so that's they recognize these video game console companies, these video game creation companies, recognize that if, if we basically put out the same basic game and fix small things, we could get them, one, to bu- to spend $60 a year on a new game because we added a War Games match, right? And and then we'll, we'll get them to pay extra for a season pass so they can get all the DLC. And then if they want to, if you're playing Madden and you want to play Ultimate Team to progress your team, you have to, to spend money to get packs and all of this shit, right? And they understood that that gameplay was the big one, and people were willing to spend money to get better at their team for Ultimate Team. And so that's why the main focus went there. That's why these companies continue to do DLC packs, because people are willing to pay. If people would stop paying for the DLCs and and force these companies to put everything in the game without a DLC, they wouldn't do DLCs. If, if they lost money on it, they wouldn't do DLCs. But as long as y'all continue to to give them the money for the DLCs and for the ultimate teams and the My Faction modes and all of that shit, they're going to continue to do it. Um, so yeah, that's all I really got to say about that. Last story for today. These are going to be quick episodes. They're not going to be the hour-long review shows like we have been doing. The last story for today, this might get a little long because... I like to rant, and so this is where my rant-worthy story is going to be. Um, the, there is now a hashtag going around the Twitter world surrounding wrestling um, where it's like hashtag women deserve better, hashtag WWE women deserve better, or something like that um, along the lines. And essentially, this started with after Raw 30 on Monday, the Bella Twins basically went on and insinuated that they were upset that WWE didn't 
promote or show any of the women's revolution in their highlight film of all the uh, things that happened on Raw and that they th- that they were upset that of all the legends that were shown on TV there weren't any women and and that there the big women's match that uh was supposed to happen with the cage match got pulled and there wasn't many women on the show in general and so now we're having this situation again in Wrestle Talk Land and in the Wrestle IWC universe where god forbid women don't be, don't have a major part in in a in a TV show now i'm going to come off with my opinion here Here's my thing. I love women's wrestling. So before you even critique me for being a women's wrestling hater, before that comes out of your lips, go back to Tuesday night, this past Tuesday night. And on that episode, I clearly praised the women's division of NXT. I don't hate women's wrestling. What I hate is that we've gone past needing equality. I'm all for women deserve to have their shine. But I don't I'm not here for equity. You're not going to get equal opportunity. You're going to get an opportunity, but let's understand that in the wrestling world in the wrestling world, especially in WWE, there's what four wrestling five wrestling championships for women, five. You had the NXT Women's Champion, NXT Tag Team Champions, Raw Women's, SmackDown Women's, and the main roster Women's Tag Team Champions. You have five title opportunities for women, which means of those five, right? So of all the titles in WWE, let's list the men's titles. You got got the WWE and the Universal. They're they're undisputed right now, but those are two. The, the The two tag titles, those will probably be split up here soon. So that's four. You have the IC, you have the um, United States, you have the NXT, you have the NXT tag team, and you have the North American Championship. That's five. Excuse me, that's nine. So nine and five is 14. Of the 14 championships in WWE, only five of them are women's champions, meaning that more time is going to be spent to building stories around men's championships because there's more men's championships. What, what's so hard to understand about that? The, right? And so you're going to complain because Becky and, and, and Bailey's match got pulled. The only frustrating part about it would be, I would understand complaining, is if you were there live and you were promised a cage match. Right, because those are fun to see in real life. I don't even know if I've actually seen a, a steel cage match, and I've seen them on the indie scenes, but in WWE I haven't. But but like when you're promised a steel cage match, like you kind of want it. But even still, then the angle that they went with still works for the story, because now they could either say we could have Becky come out next Monday and say, you know what, I'm tired of this. We're having this match. We're having it at Royal Rumble. Let's add one more match to Royal Rumble. I think they could they could fit that match on the card. I don't think there's much going on on the Royal Rumble card to begin with. Um, and so I I think 
like I think people overreacting to the fact that there was a lack of women. Let's just understand. Outside of Trish and Lita, there nothing from the early two thousands in the women's division sh- on Raw should have been there, other than Tr- Trish and Lita. And who's to say they didn't reach out to them and they just couldn't be there? And then from the the 2010s, 2020s, the only person you really could have showcased was Sasha Banks. And guess what? You got your wish and she left WWE. So why do you want her to be promoted when she's not? WWE's not going to give her free press. The fuck you think this is? Outside of Charlotte, which was already there, outside of Becky, which was there, she was going to have a match, but she got attacked, right? What else do you want? The Bellas? You want the Bellas on TV, but y'all complain about the Bellas. Y'all hate the Bellas. Come on, IWC, make up your fucking mind. I know so many people in the IWC who, when they were announced for the Hall of Fame, which I think they're Hall of Fame tag team worthy. I think they're worthy of the, especially Nikki. What else do you want? You want AJ Lee? You know she's not coming back. And they're not going to show her because they're in bad graces with each other. What the fuck else do you want? Everybody that they could have shown for the last decade or two decades of, of women's wrestling. AJ Lee, the Bellas, Sasha Banks. Anybody you want it to be shown and recognized. They couldn't have shown. Now you're going to say, well, they showed Big Show and and they showed Chris Jericho. Yeah, because Chris Jericho and his role on Monday Night Raw was very influential of that time period. And I'm pretty certain that WWE only did that because Chris Jericho is a big name. And this just goes to tell you that Chris Jericho draws better than Sasha Banks. He draws better than AJ Lee. He draws better than the Bellas. And that's why they put him on TV. The only people complaining about this are people who want us. And again, you have people out here white knighting themselves. Women deserve better. We have men out here. Women deserve better. They, they don't deserve this. Tri- what else do you want to get cut from the show? The show was going long. I don't know if you watched it, but Corey Graves couldn't finish his, his finishing monologue because as soon as it hit 11 o'clock on the dot, they turned it to bar Barmageddon. Because guess what? That show has to air. That show was promised a, a particular start time. The show went long. And the show was good going long. Right? The best segment of the night. The two best segments of the night. The... Oh, shit. The, the bloodline. And... And the trial on Sami Zayn and the DX segment. Those two segments were the best two segments of the night. And you want them to cut right? Going along for these segments made them the best thing that we see. The Bloodline segment was only good because it had time to breathe. It had time to, 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 for things to happen. You squish that down 10 minutes. And it's a rushed segment that probably wouldn't be talked about the way it talked about. The DX segment was fun. What else do you cut from the show? Everything else was needed. Everything else told a story. 
This match can literally, with the angle that they told, this cage match can literally happen next Monday. Can happen next. Uh, it could happen at Rumble. I forgot Rumble was was uh, this Saturday. So next, it could happen next Monday. Becky Lynch can show up any time between the next between Rumble and say, "I want the cage match at Rumble." I think that's where we're going to get it. What if she shows up on 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 a segment on Friday Night SmackDown and says, Adam Pierce, I'm tired of damage control. I want my match with Bailey at Royal Rumble tomorrow, you know, on Saturday, without damage control there, them locked away, not allowed at ringside, not allowed in the building. Who knows what, what the stipulation could be. But this match can literally happen Whenever. And it, it, it made damage control feel important again. It made them feel like heels that 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 no matter no matter the circumstance, like no matter what happens, we're we're a unit. We're here together. No matter if there's a cage involved or whatever, we're here. We're a unit. We're gonna. Work. It made them look strong. So y'all are bitching because women weren't on the show. I watched that product. And and said damage control is stronger. What do you cut? The only other cuttable segment that I could have even imagined is Bianca Belair, Charlotte, and Sonya Deville. The only other segment you could cut from the show. It makes no sense to cut that though. Was the match needed? Probably not. It probably didn't need to go as long as it did. But the Charlotte and Bianca uh, interaction needed to happen. Because if the rumor is true and it's going to be Bianca versus Charlotte at Mania, what a be- what a better place to fucking have them interact with each other. This was a clever way to get some SmackDown guys on to Raw to tell story with the legends. Like the the Bray Wyatt LA Knight segment on on Raw, probably one of the best moving pieces here that have happened in the story. Because Undertaker sort of passing the torch now makes Bray a little bit more legitimate. Right? So what else do you cut from the show? Because, right, and everyone's like, well, you could have cut Hulk Hogan. He was on TV for literally like two minutes. What, we cut, you cut Hulk, you cut Bianca, you cut DX. Now you don't have as good of a show, man. And this is my problem with the IWC. Everybody wants to white knight for the women and for the gays. And, and look, I'm not saying these people can't wrestle. All I'm saying is you're not fucking oppressed. You're not. Stop acting like you are. Women get less TV time because there's less storyline for women. I've been a big proponent for WWE to bring a mid-card women's title for the last few years. It's needed. There's too many good women on this roster doing nothing. But but bitching and moaning because they're not on a show and no legends. Who's to say they didn't reach out to, to any of the legends like Trish and Lita? And let's be honest, those were the only two in the Attitude Era, the the... the, the Ruthless aggression era 
that were worth anything. Lita and Edge. Who's to, or excuse me, Lita and, and Trish. Who's to fucking say that they didn't reach out and those two couldn't be there at that building at that specific time? Who's this like like and like I said earlier, you can't bring AJ Lee in. You can't bring Paige in. You can't bring Sasha Banks in because they're not in the company anymore. You don't show people. You, you don't give them, pro- especially when Paige and now Mercedes Monet work for competing companies and are hot on fire in these companies at top spots. You don't give them free press. And AJ Lee's not coming back. I'm sorry. It's not happening. Why are we bitching? Watch the show. This is the thing that pisses me off. It's a fucking show. It's entertainment. It's not real. If you let a bunch of fake fucking fights piss you off this much, you take it too fucking serious. And what pisses me off is that now everyone's bitching and moaning about it and it makes the rest of us casual fans who just want to be entertained look like we're weirdos because the rest of the fucking group... I'm sorry to say this. Y'all IWC people, you're fucking weird. If this ruins your day, you're weird. If any TV... And I'll say that for any audience, whether it's Star Wars, which I like, Star Trek, I don't like, Marvel, DC... Any of that shit. If you if it ruins your day how the story goes, you're fucking weird. It, you're fucking weird. They're TV shows. They're meant to be entertained. And if you don't enjoy it, don't watch it. I'm fu- right. But if you and I'm not saying you can't go out and and cheer for people. But what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, it's a TV show. It's there to entertain you. Stop digging in so fucking deep. The women aren't oppressed. I'm sorry, they're just not. I don't want to, I don't buy this narrative that the women deserve better. I just don't. It's a bunch of white knighting. I'm sorry, that's all it is. That's all it is. The show was I thought Monday Night Raw was about about it was a 9.9. It, I'm ne- no, Nothing's perfect in TV. Nothing's ever going to be the perfect episode. But I thought it was like a 9.9. I was entertained for the first hour. The second hour was okay. And then it got better towards the end. Right? But, but with the two segments of the Bloodline and with DX and with Undertaker, I was happy. This was the best Raw we've had I think in the Triple H era of booking, there was there was parts that were funny. There were parts that were serious. The, it, it seemed like the wrestling matches themselves didn't mean anything. Like they they weren't the center point of the, the right, but the storyline was right. There's a reason the bloodline is liked as like the story is liked so much because the match isn't important. The match is just a plot line, a plot point. To push the plot, right? It, it's a, it's not a, it, it's a prop to push the plot, right? That's what the match is, and that's what the match is supposed to be because it's fucking TV, it's entertainment, it's not fucking real. I right, 
and, and on this topic, like there's a TikTok trend now going on where like people are answering the question like, what do you say when people tell you that wrestling is fake? Well, what do I say? I don't say fucking anything. Because they're right. It's fake. It's not reality. It's fucking entertainment. And I get it. Yeah, Marvel is fake. But those fans understand that. And there's a portion of the WWE, AEW wrestling fan base that I don't think understand that wrestling is fucking fake. It's, I, people hate when people call it fake. That's what it is. You know, it's scripted. You're right. But, but it's fake. Nothing that happens in the WWE universe actually matters at the end of things because it's entertainment but it's unique entertainment in that it involves us but I need y'all to understand when you go to the live show you're part of the show right there used to be an understanding that you booed the bad guy you cheered the good guy it didn't matter who your fucking favorite was We need to get back to that. That's what made wrestling fun. Oh, you're such an old... It's not the 80s anymore. But that's when it was fucking the best. It wasn't broke. Why are we ruining... Why are we fixing something that wasn't broke? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm done ranting. That's this episode. That was this episode of Wrestle News Wednesday... Let me know what you guys think on these stories. Uh, you can follow me on TikTok and on Twitter at We2Deep413, W-E-T-O-O-D-E-E-P-413. That's W-E-T-O-O-D-E-E-P-413. My name is Randall Beely. I'm signing off from the Slap and Meat Wrestling Podcast. And I will see you all, not tomorrow. We're off tomorrow. We'll see you Friday after SmackDown when I record this. I'm going to be up sometime after SmackDown. Um, we'll, we'll, it's going to be a good episode. Last one of the week. We're going to review SmackDown. We're going to go over our, rest, uh, our Royal Rumble predictions. And it's going to be a fun episode. I'll, on it. And I can't wait to, to do that. And I will see you guys on Friday.